It's the True Achievements Podcast, Gamescom Special. We are in Cologne. And it's beautifully sunny. Glorious day. A bit too warm, to be honest, to be traipsing around 22,000 steps today. Um, today was the first day, trade day, of Gamescom 2016. We have played a lot of AAA stuff. We've been focusing on the show floor today. Um, and we've played a lot of games already. Two, four, six, nine games. Wow. Nine games already. Dave, it's your first Gamescom? Yeah. What were your first impressions? Mahoosif. <laughs> Very big. Can't believe the size of it. Just the sheer number of screens, games available. Mm. And everything from the smallest little game you've never heard of to yeah. <laughs> the biggest AAA. Yeah. So we, um, we got down there first thing this morning. They've obviously given their current climate given uh, a bit more security than normal. So all the bags were checked on the way, which meant it was a bit more of a... Um, took a bit longer to get in than normal, but that was cool. Uh, but we were pretty much in, in, in on the dot at nine o'clock. And um, we started off by playing the traditional <laughs> FIFA challenge. So we walked straight up to the EA stand um, in the public area, which was enormous, as usual. Um, no queue at all, jumped straight onto FIFA. Um, and... Having three of us there, actually, which I thought was going to be a bit annoying, it was actually perfect because I got to play Dave, uh, two games head-to-head, and Jack got to play the journey mode. So, um, quick talk about the uh, regular head-to-head mode. Um, did it feel any different to you? I noticed a couple of differences. Um, you could, you know, they were talking about the players like backing in and using yes, the body. I, I noticed, I noticed that, that too. And the corners and the throw-ins with the yeah. directional thing was new. So that's made a real difference. Um, you can actually target the point where you're gonna gonna whip the free kick or the corner in, which make you know you get an actual crosshair in the box, which is really nice. Easier. Um, which is definitely easier, yeah. Um, and yeah, the players felt weightier. You can actually use their body weight to shield the ball and, and stuff like that, which was cool. It felt like they they turned a little bit slower. Yeah, it did feel a bit heavier mm. control-wise. Um, and Dave won the first game 1-0 and I won the second game 1-0, so uh, all square. <laughs> uh, so we'll have to have a final on Pez tomorrow. Yeah. We're playing <laughs> yeah. Pez tomorrow. Jack, what did you make of the journey mode? Um, quick disclaimer, Jack is not a football fan in any regard, so this is... Uh... a football fan. <laughs> 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 kept that very quiet. <laughs> I used to keep that incredibly quiet. Um, how was it? I have a, Obviously, we saw a little trailer for yeah. it at E3. So it's actually surprisingly good. Um I'm not, as you said, not a big football fan, but it just seemed to add a bit more substance to the game. And it was, I don't know if it was the very start of a journey mode, or if it was just kind of dumping you in the middle. Um, But initially the player walked in, and then you saw, I think it was a Man United shirt. Yeah. Um, And then you ended up, uh, you were a substitution halfway through a game, and you played from that point forward. Okay, I think that is right at the beginning, then. It was quite interesting, gave you um, a couple of different challenges to try and meet in the game. Uh, So one of them was to win the game, which I don't think you got anything for, but one of them was to pass 10 times. Okay, nice. And you kind of built up some respect with your manager. Okay, cool. So that's quite cool. And then it interspersed it with, like a Mass Effect style dialogue it was a bit weird oh really dialogue yeah. trees okay <laughs> so you've got um, three different choices one of them's like a middle ground choice mm-hmm. one of them's a fiery choice and one of them's a cool let choice. me guess what you chose Jack uh, <laughs> did you press the I'm not sure button <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> press all yeah. three yeah. 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 surely in the middle ground option did you score 
Yes. Oh. The game. And won the game. Yeah. Oh, so you've actually scored more than either of us. <laughs> yeah. That was quite um, cool. Uh, you could actually pick to play just as Alex Hunter. Yeah. Or play as the entire team. So. Oh, okay. okay. And what did you do? So I played as the entire team. Okay, cool. Um, so for me, that whole mode, I'm really excited about playing. Um, FIFA for me is, at the moment, I don't really like playing online because I'm not good enough to win any games. Um, so FIFA for me is just like rattle through the, uh, try and get as many achievements as possible in the first sort of 10 hours before I get bored with it um, but this will give it a proper make it feel like a proper single player game for me yeah definitely Which, I think like for me it's probably a pick up and play game you play 10 minutes of it and then put it down mm-hmm. but this it adds some proper substance to it cool okay we won't do like uh, EA did last night on their, <laughs> on their live stream and spend another hour talking about foot. Uh, we'll go straight on to what we played next, which was next door to FIFA, and that was Titanfall 2, which I'd completely forgotten about that it was even going to be here, <laughs> and then it was just there. So um, it was on PlayStation. Uh, FIFA was on Xbox, so that was no problem for all of us. Uh, Dave struggled a little bit with the, fair to say, with the yeah. controller. Yeah, I've, It's weird, because I've got... I've got a PlayStation 4, but I don't play it that often. But I don't really, I don't really struggle with the controls anymore. I thought it was far worse with the PlayStation 3 when they used to put the trigger, always had the triggers on the bumpers for some oh, reason, yeah. which was just really annoying. Um, In terms of the general buttons, it was okay. It was I'm used to the left thumbstick being yeah. off and to the side of it. Okay. So I kept pressing the D-pad instead. Of it. I kept trying to push the pause button and then tapping the side of the touchpad on the front of it and. <laughs> All sorts of random stuff is happening. I had a share screen at one point. And... Oh, excellent. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so, Titanfall 2. Um, we were pretty much thrust straight in the game, weren't we, I think? Yeah. Um, Dave, you're a big Titanfall fan. Yes. How did it, how did it feel to you? Uh, there was nothing groundbreakingly new that I'd noticed. I think some of the abilities are tied to what loadout you've got, and because it was just at the start, you just had the default loadouts, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. So I didn't, you didn't really get a chance to play with much of the new stuff. The one thing I did notice is it seemed to take ages for the Titan to come. Do you know, you got like yeah. a countdown timer. I didn't get one at all. Well, I got one like probably about a minute before the end of the match, and it was, what was it, 15 minutes? Mm. Maybe 10, 15 minutes? But yeah, it's, it felt it's pretty same. similar as mm. before. Um, I really struggled with the loadout that I was given. I couldn't work out how to change the loadout at all. And I was finding that I'd, I'd get into a one-on-one situation and empty, you know, 50 bullets into the bloke's head and he wouldn't die and then he'd just shoot me about three times and I'd die. So I sort of figured out my gun wasn't very good after about that eighth death. And I thought, right, I'm not just going to respawn straight away. I'm going to actually try and figure out how to change my loadout. So I switched from a support class to an actual assault class. Right. Uh, and then I got five kills in a row. So it was like complete turnabout so I think that obviously choosing your loadout is uh, and your class is really important I think the graphics look better than last time yeah for sure are you still using is it a new engine are they still using uh, not too sure. but it definitely looked prettier and there didn't seem to be as many do you know like the grunts like the AI yeah. controlled mm. grunts and I'm not I didn't sure, see any of them no, exactly. so I'm not sure whether it's just that mode we were in or what mode were we playing? It was like a capture the area. Yeah, it was like a thing. domination type yeah. thing. Wasn't it? Um, it, yeah, you had to amp up an yeah. area, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't, really, I didn't really bother with any of that. I just and I did notice as well, like, there was, you used to get burn cards, do you remember them in yes. the first one? <laughs> and they were for you get like an amped weapon. Whereas if you got a bit of a kill streak going, it'd automatically amp the weapon you got. Right. 
So it just did that. Like a bit of a merge between like coding and that respect, yeah. isn't it? Putting some stuff from that. Cool. Okay, so then we um, went to play Battlefield, but they weren't uh, showing it at that point. So we then headed off backstage to EA to their trade area, uh, which was impressive yeah. uh, as ever. It might even have been bigger than the show floor area. It was huge. They've got a lovely free bar in there. Um, and we booked in to see, again, something that I didn't know was going to be there, which was Battlefront Death Star, which is a new uh, DLC expansion pack that will be available... I can't remember September. Which, September, okay. And mm-hmm. it's for season pass holders. She did mention... She did mention that, yeah. yeah. She did mention season pass. I assume it'd come to non-season pass holders for a cost as well. Well, you'd, yeah. you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Um, I, so we, it was, she said it came in three stages. So the first stage is a space battle, um, X-Wings versus TIE Fighters. Yeah. Um, TIE Fighters are trying to protect uh, Star Destroyer, and obviously the Rebels are trying to blow it up. Um, that was phase one. That's the one we got to play. Then she said the second phase was inside the Death Star, where you're on foot, which sounded right. awesome. Um, and then the third phase was a trench run, the famous Star Wars trench run, which yeah. I, I could also would imagine would be pretty sweet. Um, but we, as I say, we were playing the first phase, which is the space battle. I was a TIE fighter. Um, what side were you guys on? We were on the Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Um, my team won, naturally. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I got got feel of it straight away. Had no problem with the controls. I actually had still alive. For the first five seconds, I realised the um, stick was inverted, so I flipped that back. And then straight away, I, I was right into it. I got a lot of kills and, and barely died at all. I don't know if I was shooting bots I think there were, there were some, I think, some AI right. enemies, and some of the guys I, w- I was attacking didn't seem particularly keen to get out of the way. So they may well be, may well have been bots. I also uh, took out the Millennium Falcon, which was pretty cool. That took a hell of a lot of uh, bullets before it went, but it was cool. The sound was great, as you'd expect from a Battlefront game. Did you um, change your view? From outside vehicle to inside. No, I didn't even need no, to do that. No, there yeah, if you push down on the D-pad. Okay. And then the other directions are evasive moves. Yeah, no, it's... Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I accidentally pressed one of them at some point. The thing that was amazing about the cockpit view, though, was um, just the subtle sound changes. Ah. It actually sounded like you were in a cockpit, which mm. you don't think about until you're playing like that, I suppose, but it's good. I thought it was excellent. I really enjoyed it. Um, I haven't played Battlefront since... It first came out. I think I don't even think I own it. I've got it. I played it on the A Axis. Um, this could tempt me to get it again. Uh, I thought it was excellent. Then we moved on to Battlefield One, which a lot of people will be excited about. Yeah. Um, we watched a video initially, uh, which told us about what the mode we were going to play and about some of the new elite classes, um, which I don't. I didn't get to play any of them could you, no, could you choose them that. but some of the elite classes look wicked there's like a flame throwing dude there was a guy with like just covered in armour oh the big minigun yeah and then like a yeah proper minigun nutter <laughs> but um, I didn't get to play any of those um, it was again it was like a domination thing there were three mm-hmm. points or two points the two points apple and butter yeah, was which weird. was the weirdest yeah, thing A and B on the map but she'd go like apple has been captured or <laughs> butter is under attack. It's like, shut up, you weirdo. <laughs> um, again, I struggled with the default loadout I had, and I switched to a scout, which is like a sniper dude, and then I just um, hung back and just picked people off, and that was really satisfying. You could take people out from a really long way away. 
Um, I didn't get to ride on any horses. Did you go on any horses? I got on one. Did you? <laughs> How was it? It was good, actually. It worked just really well. So I was just running at kind of small edges, and it was just automatically jumping over them. Mm. And a um, couple of headshots from there. Oh, wow. Of a horse. Wow, nice. Impressive. <laughs> Into the back of the horse's head? Or no, no, actual no, no. It's <laughs> um, And then on the video, they mentioned this um, train, which I think most people have seen on the um, trailers, mm-hmm. which actually, uh, they showed it in a bit more detail. It looked amazing. They called it the behemoth. Yeah. Um, but that didn't, that didn't, didn't appear, <laughs> which yeah. is a bit annoying. The weather, though. Oh, uh, yeah, the weather. So lots of wind, kicked up lots of sand. It made it near impossible to see. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic the amount it changed the map. It did really change the map. And um, the destructible environments are even more destructible than ever. I mean, there was there was buildings that I was sniping from that just disappeared <laughs> from under my feet a couple of times. It was pretty scary. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, six, is it 64 players? Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, I mean, we, were in, we didn't have that many. No, we had quite a few. 10 v 10, I think. Yeah, there was 20, yeah. Um, but that was excellent. I really enjoyed it. So uh, look out for that one. Um, then we headed back to the show floor and went over to the Xbox stand uh, where they had... It was a smaller, considerably smaller Xbox stand than normal, um, but they were still showing quite a lot of games. Um, the first thing we did was head towards Forza Horizon 3, mm-hmm. which obviously is uh, quite exciting for me to play given Forza Horizon 2 is, is one of my favourite games ever. Um, and it didn't disappoint um, we started off actually I was playing the PC version which was interesting yeah. uh, but I imagine it looks identical to the to the Xbox one um, started off in a Lamborghini uh, and then sort of halfway through driving around a monster truck sort of appears and then you take over that and the difference in the handling was you know really noticeable yeah. um, but also both felt great to drive um, the Lamborghini was on the road and then the monster truck went off road and onto the beach through some water and stuff that was really smart and then we did a showcase event yeah. <laughs> where you were in like a sand dune buggy yep. thing sand buggy thing um, against a helicopter carrying a jeep underneath it on a, <laughs> on a winch uh, and as the, as the guy said who was introducing the showcase uh, just because it's Forza uh, just because it's Horizon which is as good a reason as any, but um, that was really good fun. So the, the cool thing about the showcase events, um, as anyone that's played Forza before will know, is that you're pretty much neck and neck for most of it, and it's yeah. only when you get to the end that you can sort of accelerate away and, and, and win it. So you've got this helicopter sort of zigzagging over your head, and there's a few things, little little moments throughout the showcase that are really smart, like he, he clips... Um, this hoarding, and that sort of flies across yeah. the road in front of you at one point. Um, that reminded me a little bit of um, Split Second. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which was a great... That was Disney, wasn't it? It was yeah. a really good game. Um, and then there was another awesome bit where you took off a little jump. That was brilliant. And it just <laughs> went... The camera cut to the side, it went slow-mo, and you were just like almost hitting the Jeep yeah. as you, you both fly across each other's paths. Uh, that was really cool. And then got to the end, and uh, I won. I won. I won too. <laughs> Three wins! Um, I won with manual gears though. Oh yeah, Jack, yeah. you went to manual gears. Tell us about that. So I went to manual gears, turned off the traction control and turned off the ABS. Wow. Um, so Proper. And brake, well, I'd, I'd have a braking line on, so mm. I failed in that respect. But 
Wow, um, that's that's good good effort. Yeah, it was really good. Though. It was a beautiful looking game as well. Yeah, stunning. Some of the water animations when you went through, yeah. like when you're on the beach and you go through like mm. a little bit catching the, edge of the water. It's beautiful. Part halfway through a track where you go down for a ford. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, um, so <laughs> I was I reacted with disappointment when I saw the price of the digital the digital ultimate edition, which is eighty pounds. Which is about 110 bucks, I would say. I guess so, yeah. Something like that. Um, for that, you get the normal game, you get a couple of car packs, you get the season pass, play a couple and of you can early. play it three days early. It's like, oh man. Which you are going to do. Oh, which I'm going to do. Which is <laughs> annoying. I was hoping I was going to hate it and suck it. Save, <laughs> save 80 quid. But um, Playground, they're taking my money. Uh, so, thumbs up for Forza Horizon 3, it was excellent. And a really nice uh, demo as well, really yeah. really well done. Yeah, good soundtrack as well. Oh, yes, yeah. uh, it started off with Churches, um, can't remember what song it is, but absolutely brilliant tune. Uh, and I think LFO was on there as well, mm -hmm. which is a classic house tune as well. But yeah, it sounds like the soundtrack's going to be uh, excellent as well. Then Jack and I went and played some Dead Rising 4. Yep. Uh, which was... They've changed the control system a little bit? Yeah, so they flipped around a couple of the buttons. So I think um, in the last one you used to push the A button and then push X in the air to jump kick, and they've now switched the kick into Y, which was a yeah. little bit confusing initially. Yeah, so that was like a melee, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then you had, uh, did you have that enormous weapon? You started off with the same enormous weapon. Double-headed axe. Yeah, double-headed axe wound. Um, <laughs> That you just smash around. It's got like lightning that comes out of it, and uh, it just takes it just clears zombies like um like, like you're scything them, isn't it? It's really smart. And every time you get twenty five kills with it, you can do an it's ultimate move. Yeah, you press Y and B together, and he just like plants it into the ground, and this like forks of lightning just cascade <laughs> out of the top of it and just wipe out everything mm. in the area. Uh, it was really cool. Unfortunately, it was only like a five minute demo. I could quite happily have played that for another ten fifteen minutes to really get into it. Um, I did rescue someone and then I went and found something else. But in even in only five minutes, I killed 292 zombies. It gives you a little counter at the end of how many you'd kill. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Um, and I was playing it in German, which made it harder. Um, that's harder. <laughs> While we were playing Dead Rising 4, Dave went off to see... WWE 2K17. And how was that? Um, we were supposed to have a hands-on, but the got some issues with the consoles that they got set up in like the little press area. So it was just a, a presentation just, and it was very, you know, when, whenever a game that's like an annual release, they come out and they say, this is the, the, the most excited we've ever been. Yeah. Um, and this <laughs> yeah, is the most accurate game. this has ever been. And I, I, honestly, I was looking at it and I thought, it doesn't look great in terms really? of demographic. Like you, you, the, the 2K games, like NBA stuff, look amazing. Mm. Yeah, they do. They really do. And the WWE one just didn't look frostbite, particularly so. great. Yeah. But they, I'd, I'd, I'd never played the WWE game, so I don't... But they were talking about, you know, going fighting off in the locker rooms and <laughs> all this kind of crazy I've stuff. I've never played one either. I imagine they're quite a good laugh. It for was them. mostly... Quite a lot of it was to do with... What's he called? The guy who's on the front cover. The massive guy. That doesn't really. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the <laughs> UFC fighter as well. I can't remember his name. He, yeah. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Okay. So the, a lot of it was kind of focused around him and you know why he's the the cover star. Mm. But if you are at Gamescom, they've got 
Goldberg, a wrestler who's going to be here in the next couple of days. Okay. On the on like the public stand and stuff, but. Great, I'll give him a little wrestle. <laughs> so, um, not a must buy for you yet. <laughs> no, I, I never fancied the games. And it did look. Re- I think fighting games in generally like UFC and boxing, they always look kind of wooden. Yeah. And it looked very much like that. It's difficult to get the fluidity there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A sport like that is such like close combat and close quarters. Yeah, it looks. But yeah, if you're if you're into wrestling, it's it's the best they've ever done apparently. <laughs> <laughs> if you like WWE, yeah. this is the best one you can get. Uh, while you were doing that, Jack and I wandered off to play some Gears of War four. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the first two minutes, it was just walking. I was like, oh, this is a waste of two minutes of my life. I want to get involved in some shooting. But um, eventually, we did get involved in some shooting. Quite a lot of like nasty. Horrible enemies. Yeah. Pretty disgusting things coming out of like eggs, sort of hatching thing, like lava. It was pretty grim. Uh, <laughs> and then your sort of standard grunts, mm-hmm. um, scratch one grub, all that stuff. Um, and it was more gears. It just felt good. It felt chunky. Weapons felt great. Visuals looked good. Yeah, very pretty. Did it have any of that? The level you played, did it have like the wind? Yes. Where it's just blowing at you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of weather effects. The sound was amazing at the end of that. Yes. The, um, it, it's kind of, it's almost like lightning bolt esque. Mm. It hits the floor and then you've got to avoid these orbs that are flying out of it. And uh, the audio was fantastic at that point. Yeah, it wasn't anything groundbreaking, it was just more gears. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is a good thing if you like gears. <laughs> um, so that was good fun. And then we actually, for the longest thing we queued up for all day was uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. It was an infinitely long queue. It was <laughs> infinitely long wait, wait that we had as well. And um, so normally, in the five previous years I've come to Gamescom, you queue up for ages and then they let in like loads of people. And I actually counted. So first of all, you queue up and then they let in like a ton of people in into a movie room and you watch a film and then... You go out and you play the game and you get like a good 15 minutes of film and a good 15 minutes of, of the game as well. Uh, so that was what I was expecting. Five years in a row, that's what we've had. And uh, as expected, we went straight through to the movie room and they showed two levels of the regular single-player game. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, the first one was like a... Meteor, Yeah, it was quite weird. Like It was like, it almost reminded me of Aliens. Uh, the film. It was a bit Dead Space-esque. Yeah, it was a bit Dead space yeah. So you're, I think the premise was there's an asteroid which has got a mining uh, unit on it and they've gone dark so no one knows what's happened. And you fly out to the asteroid to try and figure out what's happened. Um, and the asteroid's spinning at such a rate that you can't go outside when it's in the sun because it's 900 degrees or something. So you have to sort of wait until it's in the sh- in on the dark side. Um, there's only a minute between the waits. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, very quick. Um, and it was sort of, yeah, a bit dead spacey, as you say, like quite dark corridors, um, sort of torch lit, mm-hmm. uh, dead bodies lying all around, and they're not really sure what's happened. Um, and then it just sort of suddenly changed into like a droid warfare <laughs> thing. It just it went from really slow paced wandering around this thing to like a, a rapid suddenly a robot arm comes out. Yeah, and then it was just rapid cuts for the whole of the next of the, the, sort of showing the whole of the rest of that level in like ten seconds after having <laughs> spent like five <laughs> minutes building up to it. It's really weird. Um, and that level didn't appeal to me one bit. The second one looked much better, I thought, which was old school Call of Duty 
on the uh, first of all in a helicopter with a massive gun, flying around trying to there was uh, I think no, trying to was, rescue some that people. Was the that was remastered. remastered. Oh, okay, yeah. that was Cold War remastered. Yeah. That looked really good. <laughs> well, that's that's why I was so confused because you queue up for Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. They show you five minutes of that and then fifteen minutes of Call of Duty Four. Yeah, I tell you what, Call of Duty Four looks a good game. That was a, that was an entire level they showed. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking, oh, they're going to stop at the next checkpoint. I can remember yeah. this. Bit. They oh, just wow. kept going. Uh, yeah, that looks amazing. Um, you got by the and then super special edition together, then. Yeah. And then the nuke goes off, and then we're all sat there in the dark, and there's about a hundred people in there, and suddenly this like raucous shriek. Really loud comes on the screen and like a zombie head skull thing um, as an introduction to zombies. What was it called? Zombieland. Zombieland. Okay. Zombies in space. Zombies in space land. Right. Okay. Which is like the new zombie mode for this year, and it's set in the eighties. Uh, so you can imagine the music and the clothes are <laughs> massively eighties up, um, and it's for people. It's standard. I guess standard zombies concept, but they just looked like one of them had like a purple. One of the zombies had like a purple shell suit. On. <laughs> yeah. It looked quality, well, and that looked really good fun. Didn't yeah, yeah, I thought that looked excellent. Yeah. Um, so that, I presume that would be just part of the normal game. It's yeah, not DLC, so. is it? Okay. So then we were like, yes, that ended, and let's go and get our hands on some multiplayer. But <laughs> what actually happened was we walked out of the movie theater into. Zombies in Spaceland. There was like three zombies <laughs> wandering around with like l- lights for eyes. It was they were really well done actually. Yeah. And then there was just loads of like old school eighties arcade cabinets everywhere with like rubbish versions of classic arcade games on them. And there was like air hockey and like basketball hoops. And then some like DJ bloke just playing <laughs> music. To everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get everyone excited. And then a raffle. You get given a raffle ticket, <laughs> and you went. And I was like, where's the game? German only raffle. Yeah, well, and they read all the numbers. Fortunately, my um, my one year of German I did at school allowed me to translate the, the sequences of numbers that he was reading out uh, to find that we didn't win any prizes at all in the time we were there. And that was just the most disappointing thing because you just they should tell you that there's no gameplay. Especially with, like we queued for maybe forty minutes. No, can't have been that long. It was half an hour, forty minutes. Really? Yeah, because Dave met us and we queued for another yeah. 10, didn't we, yeah. after that? Wow, okay, so that was rubbish. So if you're in Gamescom and you want to play COD, you're not going to be able to, first of all, so don't bother getting in the queue unless you just want to see a movie, which is no doubt probably available on YouTube uh, <laughs> at the moment, or see some blokes dressed as zombies, um, which was just odd, and not win a raffle. <laughs> so <was> really weird. <laughs> it was really weird, yes. Uh, you can see the disappointment in everybody's face when yeah. he walks out. Yeah. And the oh. DJ's going, come on! <laughs> yeah, he's trying to make everyone excited. It's like, what? Where's the game? <laughs> Tell you how you can get us excited. Put the game out here. I was almost hoping that was going to be like a middle area. Yeah. yeah. File everybody oh, through again. Annoying. Um, so that was Gamescom Day 1. We are just about to get ready for the Mafia 3 party. And then we have a ton of stuff lined up for tomorrow. Um, including... The Xbox Fan Fest, which um, we've been lucky enough to secure invites. So thanks to Eric Greenberg for sorting that out. Um, we will get to play all the ID titles and all the other Xbox stuff that we haven't played today, uh, which includes Sea of Thieves, Recore, Halo Wars 2, mm-hmm. 
and probably a couple of other things I can't remember off the top of my head. Apparently, ID have 15 titles there. We didn't see any of those, so hopefully we'll get to see all of those tomorrow. Um, and then we've got appointments pretty much all day. We've got a chock a day um, of seeing all sorts of different games from all sorts of different publishers. So tomorrow's pod will contain probably more information, I would imagine. Yeah. Although we'll probably be recording it before we go to the fan fest. Uh, so we probably won't cover any of that stuff. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow, as I say. Happy Gamescom. Bye. Bye. Bye.